We want you to become an honorary gosling. Join us. You'll get exclusive access to conversations and content that would otherwise get us banned from social media. Plus, you'll get free digital downloads of some of our books and selective writings. And check this out. You'll get to participate in our live monthly Discord chat and more if you join our exclusive Patreon following that we like to call The After Party. It only costs $5 a month, which is basically a cup of coffee, and it helps us make the show better. We love you guys and can't wait to see you there. Become an honorary Goslings at patreon.com forward slash the Goslings and sign up today. Your YouTube feed is crap. Stop wasting your time watching bot-boosted shills and self-appointed gurus cloying for your attention. Instead, join the Goslings interview, live stream, and podcast. The Goslings, a dark-lit digital speakeasy of free thinkers. A super chat of radical truth-seeking wizards who eat trolls for second breakfast. Topics that'll make your mama's hair stand on end. Ideas that'll make your pastor's knees knock. Guests that will illuminate the hidden chambers of your mind. And interviews that strike down the darkness. Welcome to the Goslings. What's up, everyone? Come on, guys. Hello, I am Jonathan. I'm Nick. And we are the Goslings. All day long. All day long, and sometimes even at night. <laughs> so, uh, we are joined today by uh, an awesome guest, someone who has done some amazing work that you might see behind you in the background if you are watching this on YouTube or Rumble. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're listening to it on Spotify, then uh, I guess it sucks to be you because uh, you're missing out. <laughs> you but, are missing uh, out. Big we're time. grateful you're listening nonetheless. We're YouTube's where it's at. We love YouTube. Yeah. It doesn't love us. Yeah. <laughs> no, it does not. It we has not loved us several times. <laughs> yeah, it has unloved us uh, yeah. at least a couple times. That's a couple naughty words. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. A couple yeah. words of yeah. uh, the the Voldemort of words. The, yeah, the, yeah. There's a, there's a handful of verboten uh, mm -hmm. topics there. Nine, or, nine, nine. <laughs> it's a verboten. <laughs> it's a verboten. So, uh, awesome. Well, you want to get started? Let's do it. All right, Let's cool. do the toast. I'm going to play with this new little feature here. Yeah, we got a ticker at the bottom now. Restream has uh, done some pretty cool stuff. Check this so. out. Boom. Boom. Look I was thinking that. stock prices, cool is that? maybe crypto. Yeah. And I was like, nah, we're tired of being depressed. <laughs> right. So yeah. we'll just, yeah. I'll, we'll just put the, I'll just put the toast down there yeah. so people know what to say. Yeah. It's for the hearing impaired. It's, for the... <laughs> so, anyway, it's awesome. I won't right. do my impression of that because we'd get a YouTube strike. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Very true. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll start. And Sounds great. You do the, okay. Here we go with the toast. Take up your drink or your coffee, your water, your libations. And here we go. Take up the broken sword of your father. And strike down the darkness. Ah, yes. Mm. So this bullet that I got, mm. um, it's bullet rye. Mm -hmm. It was given to me by mm. one of the guys I work with at the theater uh, because his serpentine belt slipped off of his truck. And you're a good man. And uh, me and the technical director um, helped him put it back on. So no really, task. she was the one who, you know, really helped him. And all I had to do was stand there with a flashlight. So it was the easiest bourbon I've ever made in my oh, life. Man. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope, I hope you, you're watching right now, Shay. How do you earn your whiskey? Mm -hmm, yeah. Well, I held a flashlight. I held a flashlight. So Very manly I don't know what to, to do. tell you. <laughs> so. But you, know where, you knew where to point it, though. That's right. And yes. that 
is Ames Mall. Ames Mall. That's right. So that's right. All right. Well, we are joined today by one of my favorite new people to come into my life. I have been blessed tremendously by this woman. She is an amazing artist, a super smart cookie, beautiful beyond reason. And the the flower, the Costa Rican flower of Mexico City, and uh, she has done some amazing artwork, which we're going to talk about for my mm -hmm. first book, Empyrean Falling Behind Us. We would like to introduce you to none other than Roxana. Hi. Hey, how are you? <laughs> hey, Roxana. So happy. What an what a amazing uh, words. I'm so happy with you. you. <laughs> no, I, thank, I, thank I you. I love you too. <laughs> no, no, thank I, you we love you believe we, me. we're really grateful you're willing to do this yeah, yeah and grateful that you'd let us take the artwork that you have have produced yeah. for jonathan and display it here for all of the uh yeah all of the followers it, and subscribers it is a pleasure it is a pleasure because i think uh jonathan is one of the top talented writers i have ever <laughs> met <laughs> i'd agree with that Oh boy! <laughs> so that. You're saying you haven't read a lot, then? <laughs> Thank you, Roxana. Yeah. That's very sweet of you. Yeah. That means a lot That's to me. A great writer, especially coming from somebody as smart as Roxana. And English is not your first language, so yes. for you to derive any enjoyment from my overwritten and wordy books is uh thank you it means a lot to me you know? <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> um so uh you go by roxana underscore bo arts on yes. instagram and uh, roxana bo arts uh on facebook and on twitter um and then youtube and uh, tiktok <laughs> Yeah, and you have your own website, www.roxanaboarts.com. Um, I'm trying to remember, your full name is Roxana Bolivia Oliva? Is that correct? Ba Barahona Oliva. Oh, I am so grateful you corrected me on that because <laughs> I will never be able to. <laughs> I'm not going to try because I don't want to embarrass you or myself. <laughs> A name as beautiful as the person. So um, when they say it's so beautiful, it's indescribable. That's what they mean. I cannot describe <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, physically, it's too. Well, too it's difficult. kind of funny too because I'm we, a redneck. Nick, uh, yeah, that's right. We both are. Um, Nick titled this live stream uh, interview "The Art of Angels," and it is very all-encompassing. Yep. You know. Yep. Um, so, you did three paintings for yes. uh, *Empyrean Falling*, which is the first book in the Heavenly Realms series. Um, we're gonna get to which ones of these, you know, um, in detail were. You know what your process was for all of these uh, i do want to give a quick shout out to dylan over at the hobby lobby in franklin who came in on a sick day to finish up these frames these custom frames that we had made for them uh and i hope he washed his hands first <laughs> yeah and uh he um he was a real trooper man they were running behind and uh and i told him when i came in um to pick them up he's you know i was like look we're interviewing roxana on the 12th so like and you guys aren't open on sundays which is the 12th so i have to have these ready by saturday the 11th and i don't care what it takes or what i have to do if we have to do just some basic frames he said okay cool so a couple days later they called me i go in to pick them up and uh older gentleman named dean told me that the the guy dylan who uh was doing these um he came in on a sick day like he came in just to 
finish up these frames. That's awesome for this. So pretty good. I, pretty stand up, man. Right. Yeah. I'm telling you, blessed on all fronts. Yeah. Um. So, and the frames probably cost me as almost as much, if not more, than the paintings themselves. So, I I, I told you the last time, uh, Jonathan, that I need to ask for more money. I, you do. You absolutely do. Not <laughs> yes, from you should. Not from me. No, but from everybody yeah. else yeah. uh yeah definitely listen. you should charge future customers way more yeah way yeah. way more you know yeah. well yeah. yeah like roxana roxana is worth far more than what she charges for for her work Thank especially you. because of the process so which we're going to get to in a second real quick for anybody who doesn't know of you um can you briefly give a backstory on you in general and then how you got into art yes um since i was a child i always love art but uh, everything about music the uh, writing um painting i never told you that i love writing too but yeah, I, i'm just an amateur so yeah. however in a whole my whole life i postponed my artistic passion because i wanted to dedicate myself to the academic side so i studied engineering programming and also architectural and mechanical uh, drawing wow dual wow. uh, engine from motorcycles cool. and everything like that cool cool but uh on 2011, I had an ex I, I have a crisis in my life. So I wanted to change my the way that my life was taking to art again. Okay. So I decided to open my social networks in that time was Facebook. And I started to sharing my art there. And I think that was the, the open window to start everything. Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. My life was a little complicated because I was into engineering so bad. Yeah. Yeah, you were pretty deep into the engineering and yeah. then uh, and then been doing the art if I remember correctly for uh primarily for like 9 years now, right? Yeah, I was going to ask. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Cool. Yeah. And successful enough at it to where that's all you pretty much have to do, is that right? Like is is your passion your paycheck? Yes, I, I really love engineering, yeah. but since I born, I love art and I wanted to do my full time job in, in my life. Yeah, yeah, we do, too. As writers, that's like the dream, right? Yeah, yeah, she's uh, living the dream. She's living the dream. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, and Roxana, you're also uh, putting your engineering knowledge to work and you are doing a custom map for the uh, upcoming unabridged edition of Empyrean Falling. Yeah, I am so excited about that uh, project because I studied a lot of uh, doing maps yeah. in a scientific uh, style. And I want to add uh, that um, knowledge and artistic things in your map. So thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunity to work on your map. Oh my gosh. Uh, awesome opportunity are you kidding me like yeah. the pictures that uh i think we had one brief conversation about this and then 
uh, Roxana sent me a bunch of pictures through WhatsApp. We mainly communicate through WhatsApp. And um, she sent me all these different ideas and examples of what she wanted to incorporate into the map. And it's this is like the crazy thing about Roxana. Roxana, you might be a sorceress, not really sure, but you definitely have the ability to like get into an author's head. You know, because every example that she gave was like, yes, this is all stuff that I have like always wanted. Yeah. In my from the, awesome. the sepia antiquated tones to like the drawings of ships and the topography. Mm -hmm. and, like, yeah. Cool. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I to see it. Th that was the reason I wanted to talk about another things in the end of the interview, because yeah. my family has a lot of uh, sorcerers there. Oh, OK. <laughs> I wait, think that wait. might play into this a little bit. Sources you know? or sorcerers? Sorcerers. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah. So, see? You, you know. need to rearrange your qu list of questions. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, we're going to strike out I all these I want to talk about the magic. And just yeah. talk about the, the sorceress family. <laughs> you know? um, so, uh, Roxana, tell um, people, I've been blown away by your style. Uh, and your process. Um, I you. know a little bit about it, uh, but it, just in your own words, describe what the average process is like for you when someone commissions you to do a painting. Well, it's uh, I do art for myself, uh, for my own, but mm -hmm. uh, for my clients, I want to do a whole research about not just the their writings and music because I work with most musicians too. And to I want to really analyze their personalities because it's important to me to see the colors they like, the music, the style, if they are sad, if they are angry in the moment that they wrote the, the book. I need to know everything so i do a whole research about the person and then the art of them and i mix everything to um, put everything in a whole art it's that that research take times maybe uh, maybe two weeks or a week and a half yeah i think um after the initial zoom meeting that you and i had um because we're in Tennessee and Roxanne is in Mexico City. So, um, but we share the same time zone. So. I thought you said Costa Rica. From no. Costa Rica. From Costa Rica, no. living in Mexico City. Yeah. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, so we would have an initial Zoom meeting and then you would, you would ask a lot of those questions and we would sort of get a feel for what we wanted. Uh, and then there would be a little bit of, um, Roxana likes to assign homework, which I really appreciate. Oh, good. <laughs> so I guess that's that, good. That's, I am yeah. a teacher too. Oh, <laughs> uh, that makes perfect sense. Yes. Uh, -huh. uh, and so I would go through and I would find examples of like for Michael's arm, for this first painting right here, yeah. um, we would find examples of different types of armor that we would use you know what i had in mind for everything from the pauldrons on the shoulder to the breastplate to the design on the breastplate mm -hmm. the sword i mean ev no detail is left untouched and no stone is left unturned roxana even wanted me to find examples of what kind of belt i wanted him oh wow to use. cool and um yeah so you know that would be part of the process and then the second part of the process would be you would come back with uh, initial sketches. Is that yeah. right? 
Yeah. And then we would have a Zoom meeting about those initial sketches and what kind of color palettes we wanted to use and what kind of details. Um, you know what I love about this painting? It's, it's a, a long um, a long process because as uh, Jonathan said, I first interview the, the artist and then I create the sketch, the first mm -hmm. sketch, so they yeah. can see it and arrange things like uh, form or uh, movement movement elements. And then I choose the, their color palette of every art. And I start to paint in steps. I like to send uh, a lot of uh, photograph of every step of the process. That's cool. Yeah. You know what I love about this painting? Uh, I remember seeing the sketch as you were working on it. Jonathan shared that with me. Uh, but when it was done, I was not expecting to see the reflection of Michael's face in the in sword. The blade. You can see it in the blade of the sword. I mean, it's a front. It's a it's a straight on uh, painting. Yeah. But you see profile in yeah. the reflection on the blade. Yeah. And I thought that was really clever. I like that. Yeah. And that was her <laughs> Thank idea. You. That's a good. Yeah, it was a great idea. Roxana is really good at coming up with little details and avant-garde ideas that you don't anticipate that totally magnify the the subtleties or the motif of the work like originally i was going to have michael uh as he appears later in the war where his hair is burned off with the exception of his goatee and his top knot and we initially thought about that but roxana made a very good point that having the longer hair yeah you know this creates a more holistic image a more holistic motif of yeah. michael the archangel yeah. as he is in totality and if he didn't have that long flowing hair it wouldn't feel quite as dynamic yeah i like how he has a, a band like a crown yeah because yeah. he is a he is a prince he's a prince yeah. of heaven yeah that yeah. makes sense and i never envisioned any of your characters for that yeah the archangels <laughs> have diadems yeah that they only wear ceremonial okay but uh but it was a good touch you know yeah. it was, it's, it's exactly awesome. and every example that i sent to roxana she she knew exactly what to do with it it was uh it's it awesome pretty incredible so then i've never worked with an artist before so it's been really fun watching jonathan go through this oh yeah and i i really love to explain my my clients everything because i know a lot of artists just send the final art yeah yeah, yeah i need that they understand all the process that that i yeah. need to do yeah because it's important to to understand artists yeah i i i like to talk with uh, jonathan because there are things that maybe they they wrote and they don't remember so <laughs> yeah I, I refresh everything with yeah. them yeah <laughs> yeah you do get to see your own work through a fresh set of eyes yeah you know and someone like in roxana is really good about um you're really good about being plugged into the material like mentally engaged you're not because I, I talked to her about this in the beginning you know i said roxana i've had some people do some art for me who were maybe they were into it but they weren't very good or maybe they were good but they weren't really into it mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and 
I don't know which is worse, <laughs> but, you know, yeah. uh, and but, not just with visual art, like just other people in the process. Yeah. You know, if, you know, editors, for example, or uh -huh. cover designers, uh -huh. or, you know, I mean, we run into that a lot, but to have both someone who is skilled and talented and uh, wanting to engage you in the process as well, that they're in interested. You. That's very rare indeed. Yeah. I, I think the best part of this is that we need to have uh, chemistry between yes. my clients and myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. And and I don't know how you don't have chemistry with Roxana. Like she's a lot of fun to talk to. Yeah. So you yeah, know. she seems very very personable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just you know anybody anybody who doesn't must be out of their mind. Um, but Roxana, you are. I don't know. Maybe people get intimidated. Maybe that's maybe that would be like the only thing. Do you ever right? run in? Do you ever run into that? You ever experience that where you think people might be intimidated when they're? Yeah, a lot of time them? because I my profile pictures in my networks are really uh, serious, like like, like this. <laughs> so when, yeah, you, when they good. talk to me, they are a little scared. Yeah, so I, I I need to to show that I am a clown. Yeah, <laughs> she's free spirited, you know, uh, yeah. there is an uninhibited, joyful nature to uh, like sitting down with the Zoom meeting with Roxanne. That's awesome. You know? I yeah. love that. Um, so then, uh, you know, we go back and forth. We had, I think, probably what, four, three or four Zoom meetings total yes. over the course I, I of about a month. Yeah, I, I think four. And um I think let's see it took a month now for us this was was this a heavier load for you doing three paintings um is that do typical uh clients only have you do one painting or is it pretty common to do multiples it's not common okay because they are they take their uh, they they take a lot of time to to save money <laughs> uh, because yeah, a lot sure. of artists don't like to 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 do more art about their 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 books or everything because uh, they are scared about work with art another artist especially with visual artists because they they think we are egotistical so they prefer to avoid to uh, work with another artist yeah you know, I never got that feeling from you at all, Roxana. Oh. Uh, you know, what I got was, this is a professional. Her time is valuable. Uh, she said yes for some inexplicable reason. And, <laughs> and so... That reason is talent. <laughs> what's that? That reason is you're talent. You're talented. Oh. I want to share. I want to share a comment uh, that we just got as well from uh, Yvonne Rodriguez. Yeah. I'm going to set this up here. Check this out. Greetings from Los Angeles, California. Roxana is an amazing professional artist awesome. and online teacher. I'm glad to see her again. Nice video, The Goslings. Oh, thank, thank you, Yvonne. That's awesome. Thank you for that. <laughs> yes. She <laughs> was um, one of my my students, and I'm so scared because her English is perfect. <laughs> I don't think no. you have anything to worry about. That. Yeah, just like mine is. Mm -hmm, just like mine be. Just, yeah. Mine be perfect, too. Um, so, uh, do you teach art on the side? Yeah, I used to in the beginning of the pandemic oh, okay. because I, I had a lot of events and everything was closed here in Mexico city. 
So I needed to reinvent, reinvent myself mm -hmm. as an artist, uh, doing uh, online cl uh, classes of lessons Smart. from mm -hmm. people from uh, another countries. Yeah. yeah. Um, that makes sense because Roxana is very, um, she's very insightful as to what an idea needs in order to become the vision that it is. Like <clears throat> one of the things I liked about uh, the second painting that we did, which was of Ulrich Savad battling Mazarel outside the North Gate, uh, which is this pretty pivotal moment. It's it's one of like the big, you know, breakwater moments in the War for the Throne. Um, I had some pretty standard ideas. Oh, it's uh, attached it at the in? top. Oh, yeah. Okay, there, go. Oh, there we go. So I had some pretty standard ideas about this one, but one of the things that Roxana did that I really, really appreciated, you know, I even paid for the Dude, that's awesome. I love this one so much. Hang on, let's yeah. tilt it. Let's tilt it. I can move forward. the light if you want. Uh, no, I just yeah. needed to get the glare out of the All way. Right. Uh, one of the things I really liked about this one is uh, she added what, at least in film, is called a Dutch angle, uh, where the whole perspective is tilted. And it gives it this, uh, and it, this is something as a writer I never would have thought of because even though I see it in my head as a movie, you don't see it as a static painting. So you don't mm. think about these kinds of mm. things. In a movie, you know, the, it's a 24 frames per second, mm -hmm. you know, that create a moving picture. But in a painting, it's one static image. So yeah. you kind of have to nail the energy in one static image. And what Roxana did with the Dutch angle um explain your i know but let's have you roxanne explain to the audience why you chose to tilt the paint the perspective of the painting on that well i was so inspired with the movement of that uh Ulrich, uh and maseril battle yeah. so i i think jonathan did an amazing job describing everything the details and i i and I never uh, want to miss anything. So I add uh, a movement, full colors, explosions, and everything. I, I want to do uh, a chaos image. Yeah. yeah. And tilt adds a frenetic, side of kind of frantic, chaotic aspect yeah. to the whole thing. And that's one of those little details that probably works subconsciously that you don't ever think about but it's in the back of your brain yeah, yeah it's sorcery it's, yes. <laughs> it's, it's her own version yes yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and we went and roxana you also are very detailed um because you are uh, accustomed to painting a lot of miniatures as well mm. uh yes. so there are you know it's kind of a shame that most people will only see these in digital format whether it's here yeah. or on instagram yeah because the details in these paintings are really, really intense. I mean, you know, some of the brushes that you use are very, very tiny. Um, like what very are some cool. of the details that you really enjoyed or had a hard time with on this particular one? Well, I wanted to add some uh, hidden messages there. Oh yeah. Or uh -huh. slick things. Mm -hmm. uh, I like the... Uh, Ulrich has a shield mm -hmm. with a thunder yes. in there. A so, lightning. Uh, lightning, sorry. So just uh, Jonathan knows what that means. Yeah. 
it's a and, prelude and i like to add that kind of clues there yeah for the for the people to to take time to study the art yeah oh man that's cool and you know what's funny is like like roxanne has spent a lot of time um making sure mazarel's face and his structure of his yeah. face was accurate you know making sure the eyes were properly mm -hmm. detailed because angels all have fiery yep. eyes but that shield thing is pretty wicked cool because i did not tell her about the importance of that Interesting. Uh, and she nailed it yeah so like, for those for those watching mazarel yeah. is the bad guy in the middle of the painting yeah the red he is the force to be reckoned with yeah the scourge of the faith yeah and uh and then Ulrich is the protege of michael the archangel and he has to fight Mazarel in that battle and uh yeah there's a cool thunderbolt lightning bolt symbol on uh on Ulrich's shield that is uh sort of an easter egg so. yeah cool it, that is even, cool even when the art is uh it's not that big yeah. I like to work a lot in the faces, especially yes. in the eyes. That the strong eyes is imp yeah. uh, are important to me. Yeah, um, and the facial hair and uh, the facial structure of Michael. There are a lot of really great details on the on the Michael painting about yeah. that. Like, I really want to have some sort of a book signing again at some point really just as an excuse to bring these paintings out and have people like, <laughs> up close yeah, any know. signing you go to you should take these with you oh yeah yeah that's why i spent 150 bucks on easels just to port <laughs> <laughs> them around i love it know? <laughs> so. speaking of easels if i may real quick this easel in the middle uh is my daughter's she's 10 years old and she's a little artist and I got her a bunch of painting supplies for her birthday, and she insisted that I use her easel to show your artwork. <laughs> and she awesome. said, "It's it's one artist helping another." Oh my God! Tell How her that she? she's ten. Thank you. She's ten years old. Thank so, you. So I, I told her I promised her I'd give her a shout out for letting us use her easel. And oh, that's that's really cool. awesome! Yeah, she she's was. So she saw sweet. your paintings, and she was like, "Oh, that's amazing." So you'll you'll have a future student at some point. Yeah. You know? Thank you so much. Um, while you're talking, I'm going to secure that. Yeah, just because that probably absolutely. has to be I got locked you. down. I got you. Um, so Roxana, you know, we've talked a little bit about uh, you know about what all it takes, what all you sort of bring to the table, and what your process is. So everybody, take a drink. Um, what is your? You do miniatures. You do paintings. Uh, you do high-res color paintings, charcoal sketches. What is your favorite style of art to do? Well, as I love the the all artistic expressions about art, I yeah. think both because they they are they teach different things or they are challenging in different things. For example, I do I do tattoo. Really? I, oh, I'm wow. a tattoo artist too. So I have Do you do actually give people tattoos? Yes. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I did not so... know that. She does it all, man. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I have Jeez. I have learned to be patient in yeah. that uh in, in that kind of art. But when I do miniatures, it's about the eye and the and the correct way to put the um the the strokes. Yeah. I need to have a lot of precise uh, movement. In in yeah. the art, I learn a lot of things. So I think I love every art expressions. Roxanne, I noticed in your um, 
in your Instagram profile that a lot of the miniature you've done a lot of Star Wars miniatures, a lot of characters from Star Wars as well. So if people, yeah, you know, if you're watching, I don't know why you'd be watching the Goslings if you're not a Star Wars fan. You should really go to hmm. to uh, her Instagram profile and check yeah. it out. Yeah, um, and I understand the struggle of painting miniatures because I used to paint those Warhammer yeah, 40k you used to do Warhammer. one inch space marines, yeah. you know, and stuff. And I've like I've seen Roxanne as miniatures. Your Star Wars miniatures are incredible. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Do you so use much. a magnifying glass at all? Do you like? No, just my eyes. <laughs> wow. This has really good close eyes. Jeez, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> that's impressive. Um, most impressive. Most impressive. Wow, I, I, I like that voice. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's Nick's got a good baritone, you know, when he turns it on. It's, yeah. it's pretty deep. It's fun. Um, what's your favorite part of the process from start to finish? Whether it's the initial brainstorming, the sketches, the intermediate portion where you're about to add the details, or the final portion, because I know that you paint them by hand, at least with paintings. And then you take a picture of them and then upload that picture to the computer and do after effects, which you say yeah. is better than scanning the paintings. I was surprised at that. So from start to finish, what's your favorite part? Well, I think the first time that I interview my clients. Yeah. Because okay. it's, it's so amazing to meet another people and their talent and the idea that they have. And they they teach me another way to see the world. But about the process is uh, when I add the final details. That is my favorite part of the process is it? because I see how the characters come to life. And, and that's mm -hmm. it's like to be not a god, but hmm. almost. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, my it's, child. it's a <laughs> yeah. it's a godlike activity. It is yes. you're creating yes. and you're creating something beautiful and something um, composed, something orchestrated, something that has purpose to it, you know? Yes. It's not just it's not just throwing paint up on a wall or throwing dirt in a, you know, a, a bare patch like you are crafting something, yeah. you know. That, yeah. that happened especially when you are um, drawing portraits because you see oh, the yeah. faces and, and the details in the eyes, it's like they are looking. Yeah. And that has an amazing feeling. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh there is something even, you know, and this might have been a little bit of a disappointment or maybe a bit of a challenge for you with the Heavenly Realms paintings, because all the angels, they don't have pupils or irises. They just have fiery eyes, you know, but Roxana is still able to, especially with Michael, to create something with the areas around the eyes and how the light is burning to convey a certain emotion, you know, to convey gravitas, to convey power, to convey like, because we actually talked for a while about um, who Michael is, what his personality is yes. like. You know, we talked about what mm -hmm. Mazarel is like. We talked about what, who Ulrich is, you know, we talked about who Satan is, you know, and who these four characters were who were going to be, you know, um, uh, portrayed mm -hmm. in the paintings. Mm -hmm. And there was discussion that you can clearly see with the different paintings, like Alrek Savad, you know, when he's uh, when he's energetic and he's fired up, his eyes are emerald. But when he's tired and when he's taxed and worn out, 
you know, maybe fatigued, his eyes become sort of jade. So they become lighter, you That's know? Cool. So you get that sort of thing in the painting, yeah. you know? And uh, it's just all of those those conversations, Roxana, you're very involved in the process. And it's probably the thing that I was the most impressed with and the most appreciative of, aside from just the raw talent, you know? I love how their eyes are all shining because we've talked about that before. Yeah. The shining ones, you know, the angels, good yeah. or bad. Yeah. You know, um, and uh, I love I love this. Yeah, we're going to get to that. One. OK, good. Yeah. I'm like, don't leave gonna... this one out. <laughs> Super cool. Well, Roxanna had a really cool idea for the Lucifer or for the Satan and Michael uh, painting the third one in the line, too, that we're going to get to. In a OK, second. OK, good. Um, good. So uh, so we've talked about your favorite style. You know, we've talked about, you know, the whole shebang. What is the for you? What's the toughest part of the mm, process? Good question. Well, the sketch part. Is because it? I need to analyze uh, all the information that I have and classify them in order to uh, to prioritize the most important in the in the thing that I'm going to create. Yeah. Do on a sketch is easy in a, in in the, in the moment that you are uh, moving your your hand, but not in the in thinking about the ideas, right? That yep. takes yeah. a lot of time to think what will be the best part. What uh, you can uh, quit of the uh, scenario. Yeah. Think well, the, yes. Is there a lot of pressure in that initial phase because mm -hmm. it's like building a foundation? It's like laying a foundation for a building, or is it all still pretty malleable that early? Both, because they are clients that they don't know they don't know the process of an artist. So yeah. when I I show them the sketch, they say, "Where are the colors? Where are the details?" And I need no. to tell them, "No, this is the first part we're <sighs> going to discuss. Just uh, the angles of the buildings, the." the sizes of uh characters mm -hmm. it's you need to to be patient to explain your customers what the um, sketch step involves yeah well and so many customers are so different because it's it seems like it's based largely on their uh on their experience level you know like yes as a novelist who has you know nick is the same who has gone through the cover art design process yeah. so many yeah. times you know you kind of understand that like okay this is this is going to take a while and the more steps honestly the more steps the better because some for cover sure. artists you just like give them ideas and then like you don't hear from them for two months and then they give you a thing like okay here done you're like wait wait what or, yeah or <laughs> even worse or, or even worse you know you go to a website like Fiverr and you pay 10 bucks and they'll send you something. No communication. They just create something and send it to you and you get one revision. Yeah. One oh one chance. Yeah. Uh, it's awful. It's yeah. You might as well take your $100 and just light it on fire. You'd have more fun. <laughs> and take a picture of it because that'll make a better. <laughs> that'll make a better cover. <laughs> that'll make a better cover. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that was um, when I told you that most of another artists like musicians and writers doesn't work doesn't like to work with uh visual artists 
because that's an ego mm -hmm. that they say i don't want that anybody tell me anything i create and just send them if you yes. don't like it i don't care no and you need to be humble to work yeah. with writers because they know exactly how they create their their uh, their story yeah. and you need to listen you need to follow his steps or her step yeah. and a lot of people don't like that just uh, they are so egotistical <laughs> yeah. yeah well and you know one thing that nick and i have learned and and i've really had to work at this is you know being an author being a novelist especially and dealing with like creative worlds you know this these these created universes that you craft you know you get really stuck in and you can get egotistical about them you know it's like no this is my baby nobody yeah. should or change it yeah and then but yeah. it's not fair to anybody else that you bring into the mix whether it's a cover artist or whether it's a narrator like adam burl or whether it's you like yeah, roxana you know and these people like you have ideas too and then it stops the book and it starts collaboration more like a movie yeah. at that point. And well, it's, it's like, you know, it, it, a metaphor of that is you might have land and you might strike oil. Yeah. But that oil is worth, worthless until it's refined. Yeah, it's so true. It's just crude oil. Yep. Yeah. It's not petrol. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And in the collaborative process, letting Roxana come to like, we had a couple of conversations about that, Rox, where I was, you know, telling you like look you more or less have creative liberty to do whatever you want because i had seen your pedigree of work i saw your ahsoka tano painting you know for star wars that you did that was so incredible and um i knew what you were capable of and it's and i've learned from my narrator to just like let this other person respect this other person enough to let them do what they do and see what they bring to you you know and and even if it's not like a hundred percent accurate to the thing you have in your head maybe it's better you know and it was every time you know and you still work really hard to make sure it's exactly what is in my head as a writer yeah I, that was a thing that i loved working with you because you you give you give me the freedom of work and think as to get my ideas yeah. to the art and, and that's really important to me good good well and because there are a lot of uh artists who again they're just kind of mercenaries they don't really care you know they're just yes. like oh whatever they're lazy they just like tell me what to do and i'll do it and then you send me money for it you know and it's like yes. man that's that sucks you know <laughs> yeah like, come on let's have yeah where's, where's the heart where's the you passion know? yeah where's or the passion I, yeah. I, I need i need to see i need to see the your work i, I need to see my money working yeah i got a question for you yeah. so yes. a, aside from the characters in jonathan's novels uh who is your favorite fictional character to draw if you weren't you didn't have a client you weren't being paid if you could draw any fictional fictional character oh, yeah. just for you yeah who would it be well i think i love the one from star wars grand admiral throne no. maybe ahsoka tano uh, or yeah. darth vader vader because, oh, vader. because vader. for the for the personality they are so yeah. 
I, I don't know the word, but, but they are so powerful. And yeah. Ahsoka Tano, because it's a woman like me. Yeah. And, and she portrays a different way to see women. Yeah. And she's great. And she's I such like a that. Fun she's a great character. And she evolves over the course of, uh, she's in Clone Wars, and then I believe she's in the Rebels cartoon also, right? Yeah, she is. Yeah. And then they bring her back for uh, Mandalorian. And, uh, and she's such a great character. But not for long enough. I think they're giving her her own show. Oh, good. Am I right about that, Rox? I think Ahsoka Tano has got her own show. Coming. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm so cool. happy that she is having that. Um, yeah. The, the whole series for her. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to get too off track, but have you been watching Kenobi at oh, all? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yep. Just the, the, the second chapter. Oh, okay. okay. I, I, I had a time, but, but I love it. Okay. Yeah. I want to ask you a question, but I can't remember what episode it's for. I can't it's, remember if it's no. two or three. So I won't say anything. It's three. No. <laughs> you yeah, can't, okay, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, well, you know what? Next interview. So do you like it so far? Do you like, do you like what you've seen so far with Kenobi? I prefer Mandalorian. Yeah. Me too. It's, uh, it's the best one. I think it's one better, one. especially it's in, in the last, um, in the last part of Mandalorian. It's amazing. Oh, up. dude, yeah. dude, I get goosebumps I do just too. thinking about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy I was watching that alone. I was just... watching it with my kids, and you're crying more than the children. I was. They they thought it was awesome, but I had a lump in my throat. My eyes were misty. Uh -huh. They're like, Dad, are you okay? I'm like, You don't understand. I'm like, Skywalker. It's Skywalker. I've been waiting 30 years for this. I mean, it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, and isn't it interesting that it, that it, that Mandalorian is so good, but Kenobi has like you and McGregor in it. He's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. But Mandalorian yeah. is still so good. Yeah, maybe the directors of uh, Mandalorian. Yeah. Has yeah. that yeah. different thing uh -huh. there. Mm. Yeah. Probably. Well, Dave Filoni is, um, I don't think he's really involved with the Obi-Wan Kenobi show, but Dave Filoni is basically like George Lucas's protege, and he's the one who did Rebels, and I think he maybe did Clone Wars also, but him and Jon Favreau are like the dynamic duo of Mandalorian, you know, and they're kind of what make it what it is, yes. you know, because he's a big fan of like the old expanded universe stuff, so like Grand Admiral Thrawn. Yeah. You know, uh, the I think there's probably at some point maybe going to be some use on Vong in there. Like, there's just a lot of like weird, cool no. stuff that he does. That if you're if you're a heavy Star Wars dork, then you're like. <laughs> <laughs> now, one of the Inquisitors in uh, Kenobi isn't that the same guy that plays Wong in uh, uh, Rogue One, Doctor Strange? Oh, uh, oh, I don't know. Is yeah. it no? No, it's know. not the same guy. I think uh, I think it is. It might be. I think yeah, it well, it's all no. Disney. Anyway, yeah, yeah, no. yeah, it's really. He's. I love the Inquisitors. Yeah, in Kenobi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's really. They did a good job. It's um, good mix. Okay, so sorry, I got a. I we, we went off track. No, that's all right. Fault. Don't worry. Um, yeah, I, I love to to talk about Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, we'll just we'll just Me like too. throw out the Me rest too. of the questions and just talk start talking about Star Wars the rest of the time. Like, yeah. You know, whatever. Um, what is your favorite stage of the process, Roxy? Like, what's the thing you look forward to the most? As, as I told you, the when I add the final details. Final details? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because it, it's like I am a mother of my monsters. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, <laughs> yeah. When I see my child and come uh -huh. to life, 
it, it's an amazing feeling for an you're artist, like, especially like when you do portraits. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I have a question, and, I, and I, I, I'm not a visual artist at all, so please forgive me if this is just a stupid question. No. But when you, um, when someone commissions you to do a piece of art for them, and the process is complete, and you send it to them, do you yeah. feel like, I don't know, do you feel like it's your kids leaving the home, going off to college? Like, do you, <laughs> is there a sense of grief a that it's over or they're gone? <laughs> that you're or done. do you still feel like it's still fully yours just as much as it is the clients who paid for it? When I was uh, starting being an artist, I cried a lot. When no, I did you really when cry? I needed to when when I want when I had to to send the art because I was uh, so moved by the physical things, mm. my the paper, the painting. But now I think about the feeling that they let me. Yeah. And I, I mm. and I keep that in my heart. So <laughs> the awesome. physical things are not too important now as yeah. in the beginning, but now the feeling or, or the things that I learn are more important now. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Great. So that's good because we're not sending these back. <laughs> we're, keep, we're keeping these. Yeah. You have to come no, get them. I love them. To me, to me, when I see my art uh, in that, how do you do it with the frame, with amazing frame, yeah. it's uh, it's like to listen your your child calling you and, and telling <laughs> you, I'm good. I'm oh, loved. Yeah. And that's amazing for me. Yeah. That's oh, awesome. That's good. I like that. Yeah. That's like very that. healthy. Yeah. yeah. That's very psychologically healthy. That's cool. Um, so uh, I did want to ask you um, we did not know each other before I sent you a message on, I think it was Facebook. Uh, I saw your Sokotano painting yes. last October or November um, and then sent you an email uh, just asking you if you'd be interested um brief description of the books i wanted to find out why why did you say yes to an author who has written a bunch of niche why fantasy yeah like <laughs> you know i'm not on a bestseller list i hate to tell you this late in the game Roxana, but you know <laughs> but yeah why why the heavenly realm series why did you say yes well i think there it's uh, really hard to meet uh, writers that has an idea to use the detail and the action. And I think, Jonathan, it's amazing to describing everything. And I could create easily and a background in my mind so fast. Oh, yeah. and, and that's really hard. A, a lot of um, writers forget things and the, the description of everything or the feeling. But you have that touch that make you different. It's so easy to me to create your the images with your descriptions. That's high praise. Oh man! Wow. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's a big compliment. Cool. That's huge. Yeah. Will you tattoo that my, quote my on me? <laughs> my, my English doesn't help me, but I, I hope you understand my feelings. Wow. Yeah. I, Wonderful. I don't know what to do with 
that kind of Man, high that's... praise. That's maybe the <laughs> kindest thing anybody's ever said to me, Roxana. This video, most of the watches in this vi for this video is going to be just us watching that comment over and over. <laughs> yeah, so, have that that's awesome. We're gonna have that. That on, is immortalized in the servers of YouTube. <laughs> right. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. Well, and that means a lot. Again, like you know, Roxana, English is not your first language, and mm. you know like my books are you know they're kind of wordy and you know they're cameron my younger brother he always tells me they're overwritten he's not wrong you know so like that means a lot thank you you know i i'm really looking forward to i tell roxanne all the time as long as i have the money and you have the time we're gonna do more of these you know because i got seven no novels total yeah so. yeah <laughs> you know, as long as well, i can amazing. afford you well they're amazing because I always like the the action, the, the oh, yeah. mix with mythology. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. another another world. It's kind of fun, right? We got to talk about some of that too. Yeah. Oh, we will. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Okay, we'll skip. Uh, we'll skip a couple of these. Um, we'll if just need, jump. You, sorry, if you need more time, we can talk everything that you like yeah okay, okay. well yeah. we appreciate that i mean we have i mean we still got lots of questions and we haven't even talked about this penny yet plus we Let's have to do that plus we want to talk about that family history yes. we're talking about yeah. there's a couple other questions yeah. um yeah let's so talk let's about talk about if, if you want to grab it we Absolutely. can put it up at the front so the third and final i had roxana do three paintings awesome. from period falling that were uh what we described or what she described as a uh, high resolution color and let's see mm. if we can get the glare out of there. If you tilt it forward, yeah. I think. Let's see a little bit more. There we go. Yeah. So this third and final painting is uh, this is sort of like the pivotal moment in the the climax of Empyrean falling. This is when Michael, who is on the bottom, is fighting Satan, who has sort of taken the body of of uh, uh, Lucifer. Mm -hmm. And uh, so they're brothers. You know, Lucifer is the older brother. Michael is the younger brother um what did you have in mind for this painting when i was describing this moment to you roxana well i was inspired with an anime called uh attack of on titan oh yeah it's yeah. a japanese it's, it's a japanese uh comic because that, that was the representation of a uh, power and the difference between power and I I really like to do that contrast with the light because there are a lot of people that think about Satan as just a darkness. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to yeah. represent that in the beginning he was light. Yeah. Yep. And and do that that um, that uh, change in the in the thinking of he was light. And maybe he could be light too. And I like when uh, when I present that um, art that Michael uh, asked me to add angels in the mountain. Oh yeah, yeah. There yeah. is a um, technically. See, this is one of the cool things about about using um, an artist and having Roxana be your artist. Technically, um, in the books or in the in uh Empyrean falling michael is uh standing on a mountain of corpses mm. right like the the battle is so intense and there's you know it's just it's complete carnage but that 
that would have been i think a lot we both agreed that like that would have been lost in translation mm -hmm. trying to make yeah. that happen yeah so what roxana did instead was she used a single dead angel uh sort of imprinted into the rocky outcropping that michael is standing on mm -hmm. as sort of a more holistic representation and that's like that's the beauty of having someone create art for your books is that like and i told her this repeatedly it doesn't have to be the most accurate to what's on the page as long as it's accurate to the it's the spirit of the law yeah, yeah. the letter of the yeah, law yeah you know and so what roxana was able to do actually probably conveys the image a lot better than yeah. no i'm just leaving it forward to get the glare up um a lot better than whatever it would have looked like if we had been technically accurate yeah you know? that makes sense that makes sense yeah. it's the spirit of the scene yeah the, the spirit, spirit of the moment the the passion the energy the you know the overall feel of even the his his uh, his moment of i am powerful with all the light and mm -hmm. the the things uh, around him mm -hmm. yeah we uh we talked a lot about what color satan's wings should be and um we talked about uh you know i made uh I made a point that um, Satan in the first book has uh, he has sort of orange and black hair with uh, with a goatee, and Roxana, you made the astute observation that um, that Satan is uh, in a way very androgynous. There's yes. a bit of androgyny to Satan, so we did mm -hmm. away with the facial hair. That's a good call. Right, we've talked about that. Smart, yeah, we have. I think yeah. uh, Derek Gilbert and Gary Wayne, both of those interviews, yep. we've probably talked about the mm -hmm. the biblical accuracy of you know of Satan's mm -hmm. androgyny, and uh, so Roxana replicated that in the painting. Is it the most accurate to what's on the page? No, it's the most accurate to the character as a whole. Yeah, and that's far better because yeah. it conveys the message much more. Yeah than that that one you can either have something that represents perfectly that finite moment mm -hmm. on the page mm -hmm. or you can have something that represents the entire book or the entire series as a whole mm -hmm. and that's the far better option most of the time and that's what roxana brings to the table yeah. that's what makes it so cool cool and the color of his wings and you know the light behind his wings and sort of the the firebrands, the sort of meteor-looking, you know, uh, slinger bullets and arrows that are coming off, and how Michael is in a lower position than Satan, so it sort of gives that that um, less powerful hero vibe. Yeah, you know, it's sort of Luke and Vader in the Death yeah, Star. Yeah, very much so. You, yes. know, you get it. Yeah, that was yeah. The, that was the hidden intention. <laughs> you <Yes>. nailed it. <laughs> and then uh, Satan's pose in the air is something this is such a great idea and, and i totally would never have thought of it you came up with that post um from a couple of different sources yes um tell us about that there was um a series from netflix i i yeah. forgot the name sorry uh but she was a cyborg that represents uh eva eva from the bible oh eve yeah yeah eve, yes she was the mother of everything and yeah. it's it's really her pose was powerful yeah. uh looking like jesus in the, in the uh, yeah. it's like gray wolves or raised by wolves or something raised like that raised by wolves raised by wolves. Raised yeah, by wolves. Yes. yep yeah yeah and she she always fly with the, her hands 
outstretched. Yes. Yeah. It looks like a Jesus on the cross. Yeah. To yeah. have a meaning that he's Satan at looking yeah. like Jesus. Yeah. It see that's the genius of like what it's like to hire Roxana because she she sort of like Adam in this regard. She gets your characters better than you do as a writer. Yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Adam Burrell, our, our narrator. Yeah. 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 Adam uh, Adam does the same thing. And there are moments where you're and you know, those are those ego moments as a writer where you want to be like, mm, no. But you know, <laughs> but, but the truth is like like yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. thank God, somebody, I'm not alone. Yeah. Somebody gets this. And not only do they get it, they get it better than I do. Yeah. You know? So, like, yeah, here, let me tilt it down a little bit. So yeah. I can glare out yeah. of the way. But you can see, um, you know, Satan is there with his arms outstretched in a mock crucifix yes. style pose. Yep. That, yep. And he, with his armor and everything, it sort of does imitate that raised by wolves, villainous, you know, kind of concept and it's not it's a nice addition because that person in that in raised by wolves is a female satan yes. is a male there's the androgyny angle mm -hmm. like it, it all mm -hmm. kind of comes together mm -hmm. if you just let roxana do her thing yeah you know? cool <laughs> oh. I, I need uh, to i need to hire jonathan as uh, my publicist <laughs> done. Done. Yeah. You know what? I'll be your publicist and you give me uh you give me 10 free paintings a year. <laughs> yes. out the details later. But, you know. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh this was this was one of my favorites and really, you know, Satan is kind of the centerpiece in this one simply because like this is a moment that, you know, we already had Michael in a portrait. You know, we had Michael, ironically, Michael's right-hand man, Ulrich, and Satan's right-hand man, Mazarel, you know, or right-hand angels, uh, duking it out in the second painting. So there's almost a triptych nature mm -hmm. to the three yeah. paintings. Once you show these two characters, Satan and Michael, fighting each other, because it, it sort of brings everything together. Yeah. It, it really shows, you know, Satan's uh infusement of lucifer's power floating in there and uh, man it just i like, i never told you about even the sizes of every art yeah has a meaning oh really yes. the size like the like the, the dimensions? dimensions exactly the dimensions oh okay, really we, we got to talk about that yeah with, uh, here, uh, we got to talk about number but oh, once really? i'm going to tell you yeah that, you that was my <laughs> You're gonna keep it a secret forever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is this like Masonic yeah. type stuff or what? <laughs> a little, some maybe a little because we are, like we are because I was working with angels and Satan and uh, energy. Maybe yeah. I wanted to add a, a little things like this. Uh huh. Yeah. Is that thirteen? <laughs> <laughs> It, well, it might I, all come out to six. I'm six going to do, yeah, I'm going oh, to, maybe it does. I'm going to reveal the secret soon. Oh, okay. Uh, with the map. So, with the map. Oh, with the map. Oh yeah. man, see, I'm telling you, this is like this is what makes Roxana cool. It's, it's an adventure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a treasure hunt. It's a treasure map. Go on art adventures with Roxana. I love it. You know, <laughs> hire her for your paintings and you will be you will be blown away at the, uh, at the Thank death. you. Thank you so um, much. So if you could work for any any 
brand. If you could do Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, um, Star Trek, you know, um, Marvel, like any of them, what is like your dream IP, your dream intellectual property? Uh, I think the first one, Star Wars. Star Wars, yeah. yeah. And because I, when I was uh, when I was a child, I saw a lot of Marvel or and DC. Mm -hmm. I would oh. like to do something for them, and yeah. maybe anime. It's a Japanese comic. Yeah. I would love to work uh, doing art from anime. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, even May loves anime. Does she? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's fun to draw. Yeah. You know, it seems like yeah. it's a lot of fun. My, my daughter, my 10-year-old, she loves that style of drawing. She loves drawing anime faces. Oh, yeah. She loves the, especially the eyes. Art is so expressive. Yes. The eyes are so expressive. So I think the first will be a Star Wars franchise, and then DC and Marvel, and the third will be anime, anime industry. Maybe I would if they like ever to did, work with them. Yeah. If they ever did uh, another um, Full Metal Alchemist, you could like do the art for that. I know. Yeah. What's that? What's Full Metal? Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. Well, it's awesome. I'm not. So I'm not a big anime guy. Like I, I can only I can think of two animes that I would that I enjoyed. One is like season one of Robotech because people died in it and it was cool. Hardcore. <laughs> and it was and, cool. Uh, yeah it was cool yeah well like because in cartoons back in the day like in gi joe everybody would just like parachute out everybody would always live yep. you know like whatever like i watch star wars dude people die all the time you know so like in robotech season one they were clones they weren't real people right yeah people are getting blown up left and right yeah. like and characters are dying yeah. i mean it was like yeah. a real show you know yep and uh, so i thought it was cool but full metal alchemist is awesome it's about these two brothers who are uh they're alchemists and their parents are gone and they have to um they're like hired by the state and it's sort of this alternate history alternate dimension kind of thing uh probably what like 1930s 1940s ish kind of and uh dude full metal alchemist well there are two different versions there's the original and then there's full metal alchemist brotherhood yeah brotherhood i like brotherhood a little bit more they're both really good she knows her name yeah yeah, 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 I know. Yeah. I, I really love that anime because it has a lot of uh, a lot of details about science. There are a lot mm -hmm. of people that use uh, alchemists. Uh, yeah, they use yeah. science to transform uh, things in gold. Or, or yeah, yeah. Well, and the music in Brotherhood is so good. You know, it's just. Uh, it's so much fun to watch on Netflix because they still include the intros and outros before they would cut to commercial, you know, and it's like full metal alchemist, you know, and it comes back on there, full metal alchemist, and you're right back in. <laughs> it's, so, it's it's, cool. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. cool. Cameron and I, I think Cameron and I watched it together back in like 2018, 2017, something okay. like that. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. You should totally yeah. check it out. Yeah. Cool um okay let's see uh any plans to be involved in filmmaking at any point good question yes i think then i, I would like the next year because this year was tough <laughs> a yeah. lot of things to solve and i would like to do a collaborations with some um audiovisual stuff for example creating art from um a scenario. Uh, I'm sorry, say that again. 
from uh, background scenery. Oh, background scenery, yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For movies or the character body paint. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, you I, could put I, that I would like to paint people and create different, maybe inspire with science fiction movies. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. Get you a job at ILM. Yeah. Get you on the makeup department or uh, matte paintings. You know, and it, yeah. I mean, they're I'm bringing it back now, but that matte paintings used to be the way to turn a set into something far, you know, broader and deeper. Mm -hmm. uh, those old matte paintings from the old Star Wars movies are just—they're works of art, man. Amazing stuff. That they, yes. Yeah, really, it is like all the, and it's just painting. Like it's just—I don't know if it's painting on glass or what exactly, mm. but it's impressive stuff. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really neat. Um, what is it about Star Wars that you love so much? Well, was part of my childhood because okay. my brothers love uh, Star Wars, so I'm very used to the ships, especially yeah. uh, the Death Star. <laughs> yeah, the Death Star. Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. But as an artist, I like that they show a different world respecting uh, cultures all the diversity of people or, or uh, beings in the yeah. universe that was yeah. so amazing to see the details the design uh, I, I would like that uh, the world was that big and we mm -hmm. as a humans could uh, travel to different yeah. places and meet people uh, yeah. and beings it, it's so amazing to think in a very large uh range of creatures yeah yeah it was always just such a a vibrant colorful collection of just wild outlandish things yes. you know whether yes. job of the hut or a star destroyer you know or like the millennium falcon like the know. area we live in here in tennessee it's kind of like Moss Eisley. <laughs> We're way out on the outer rim. Yeah. Like nobody yeah. really wants to come here. <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah. a hodgepodge of people that want to be left alone and do their dirty deeds. <laughs> right. Has a reputation. Yeah. Tennessee, the South in general. Uh, yeah. It's basically Moss Eisley. Only humid Moss Eisley. Yeah. Not yeah. in the desert. Yeah. Except we're okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> We like it that way. Yeah. So um, it's like Moss Eisley with mint juleps. That's right. Oh, uh, so I, sorry. I've been searching for this for a long time. I finally had to ask. Um, I wanted to uh, give a shout out to our buddy Jason Swift. Yeah. Really good friend of mine. Just had his second child, Ian Thipa. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. So Fantastic. shout out to Jason. Uh, he is the proud father of a little girl. Uh, Navali Grace Swift, adorable. So yeah, I think uh, I think she came into the world on Tuesday, if I can remember. Nice. So, so you said second one? Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Yeah, his first uh, his first one is a son named Wyatt. All right. And uh, they had him two years ago. Yeah. 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 He's he's a fun little kid. Man. Cool. So very cool. Yeah. So shout out to Jason. Yeah. Congratulations, buddy. Um, Word of the wise: Stop now. You can still play man on man defense. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> one more and you're gonna have to play zone <laughs> yeah tough I've, game. I've heard it's yeah. a tough game yeah tough game yeah um so roxana uh you originally are from costa rica 
Yes. And then you moved to Mexico City. What drew you to Mexico City of all places? Well, since I was a child, I I thought about Mexico, a country full of culture. And yeah. they have um, amazing singers. Um, they have Frida Kahlo, Diego Rivera, who are painters known very famous so i wanted always to be part of the mexican uh industry of artists but when but years ago when i was working in my country uh uh, a man uh called me because he wanted to work with me in a marketing campaign so we worked together and then we make friends, we were friends in that time. And then we we decided to move to Mexico and get married. Yeah. Very cool, yeah. very cool. Uh-huh. Well, he's my husband, so he, he's from Mexico. So he helped me a lot to understand and to be more uh, familiar with things here, to, to understand Mexico better. So How's I am- it different? What, what were some of the what were some of the big differences between Costa well Rica? my country only have uh five millions uh, people yeah. and here just in mexico city they are i think 22. yes yeah, it's the biggest city in the world it's real. yeah yes. it's the largest city in the world yes wow. so i need to let uh, i i have to be patient with when i traveling because in my country i I go so fast in whatever I wanted to go. And now yeah. I have to take hours to move. <laughs> yeah. 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 And you're just like, why won't everybody just go? Just go. Yes. It probably takes so long to get to certain places, even still within the city. Yeah. And it's sad, but Mexico had a bad uh, reputation, yeah. especially with uh, drugs and with uh, uh, violence. But yeah. when I came here, I could see that there's not that violence and and drugs like the media make you believe. Yeah. I think every country has that because media, uh, how do I say, just show the different, the, the tough things yeah. about countries, but mm-hmm. not the good things. Yep. And I'm so happy to be here. The food is amazing. The people oh, is so happy. I love it. I bet the food is fantastic. And the architecture, too. Yes. Right? They are a, a, a fusion of a lot of uh, different uh, architectural styles, mm-hmm. like um, colonial from the, from the time of Spain. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Asian culture. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Plus all the uh, all the cathedrals, oh, the cathedrals, yeah, you know, and then uh, and then the hundreds of years old Aztec ruins, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. Hey, there's a lot of interesting stuff. Yeah. To, you know, we went. To, the only time I've ever been to Mexico, we um, one of the places we went. It was on a cruise. Went to uh, Zelha, the ruins of Zelha, yeah. uh, which are in, I think they're close to maybe like Playa del Carmen. I can't remember exactly where, uh, but basically it's like a. a tree line up a hill come through the little tower or the little gate valley and then temple on the coastline like overlooking a rocky coast that just drops off into the ocean yeah it's the coolest thing 
you know, yeah. it would totally inspired uh, the Valley of a Thousand Peaks in, in, in period falling. Nice. So oh, that nice. came in handy. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So it's, it was really cool. Uh, any plans to ever come to the US? Yes, of course. First, yeah. I, I need to meet you guys. Yeah. I, I yeah, would love great. to meet you. Oh my and gosh. to I'm see my, my, my clients too. I have clients from every, uh, I think, every state. Probably. Now. Yeah. Awesome. But um, I would like to do some collaborations there, maybe to yeah. participate in conventions like the Comic Con from there you go. I don't know, yeah. San Diego. I would like to be there. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They would love that in San Diego. Yeah. There's also one close to us in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, called Dragon Con. Oh yeah, wow. it's huge. huge. Yeah, it's yeah. like the I second didn't know biggest. Anything about it? Yeah, Dragon Con. Um, I think, if I remember correctly, it's like the second largest one next to Comic Con. Comic Con is the king, you know, it's in San Diego, California, so it's not too far from you. Um, But then uh, Dragon Con being in Atlanta, Atlanta has really, over the past 20 or 30 years, become like the second Hollywood in a lot of ways. So, like, they film um, just north of there, up in Rome, Georgia, that's where they filmed the show Stranger Things. Uh, there are a lot of movies that are made in uh, in the wow. Atlanta area. So yeah, Dragon Con has probably only gotten cooler. Yep. You know. Well, and Walking Dead was filmed in Atlanta. Oh yeah, and Walking Dead. The That's whole right. series was in Georgia. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's yep. got uh, it's it's got a lot of stuff there that would be a lot of fun for you. Um, okay, so we're done with all of our boring questions. Now we get. <laughs> Now we get to the cool questions that Nick has been waiting an hour for. It's great. No, this is I've I've enjoyed the conversation every minute of the conversation. (laughs) Um, So we've talked a little bit about this before. We were talking about uh, I think one time in one of our last Zoom calls over the paintings, Roxana. We were mentioning uh, UFOs and aliens, and I made the comment that like jokingly, which I believe. I mean, it's on my T-shirt. But like aliens, there's no such thing as aliens. They're really just demons. And you, uh, your eyes got kind of big and and you said that your family had some experiences with that in Costa Rica. Tell us yes. about your family and aliens and how they're all evil. Hold on, I gotta get a little more. <laughs> I'm gonna well, uh, my, my father is in engineering too. So oh, okay. when I was, when he's from El Salvador, it's another country from Central America. Yeah. But when he went to my country, Costa Rica, he was working with some colleagues in measuring fields near to volcanoes. So they yeah. photograph a lot of things um, so weird near uh, to uh, volcanoes in uh, my country like the ufos not just a ship but the the beings that the, the no, creatures what, what? no wait a minute yes wow. so there are a lot of there are a lot of engineer in my country that has uh, photographed that kind of yeah. things because they are common in my country especially really? in volcanoes uh there are one volcano uh, called arenal Okay. In in a country, uh, sorry, in, in a place, uh, there are a lot of uh, witnesses seeing ships. But uh, my family has, fr- from my mother's side, has a lot of uh, stories about that because my grand grandmother, 
so UFOs even in 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 front of her room with a ship was no. really yeah. weird and then my mother saw again and my brothers and I have witnesses Ew. a lot of things weird too but we have a mixture of experiences with uh, UFOs and spirits and really? uh, it's I don't know I was going to ask you about that because yes. you mentioned earlier yes. that your family history yes. you mentioned sorcerers yes or you know something like that in your family history and I always wondered if there's a connection between that and UFO experiences I don't know. I'm just like, I'm yeah. curious. Do you think there's a connection there? What do you think? I think that yes, because when I was a child, I could, uh, I could listen to my mom, even when I was not with her, near her. Whoa. She was in my home and I was in another place and she talked, uh, she's say anything. For example, I want that Roxana is here. And my my own my uncles says that I I was saying my mother want that we came back hmm. and I have uh, when I was a child communication with my mom and even when I was a younger I dream about my life telling me what would happen in a in a range of maybe ten years and everything happened in my life. The college, Whoa. the people that I was uh, I was uh, studying with, um, everything. So my family my family has experiences seeing ghosts. Yeah, a lot. Or even has uh, premonitions. I don't know if the word is correct. Yeah. And, well, there are a lot of wow. stories uh, with UFOs uh seeing ghost or even has premonition like at, the, for... like at the same time like in the same experience uh like sorry like uh you said you know um, ex, if you Would had you experiences... see ghosts and you yeah ghosts and you same experience no not in the same time yeah okay but but there are uh so common stories about that for example once i don't know if you believe in um astral astral um, projection yes it can happen i have lived that twice and my brothers yeah. see my my body out Whoa. of my my body so uh, i wow. i don't like to work uh, yeah. sorry i i don't want to talk about this with other people because sure. they are not uh used to listen people uh, yeah. with that stories and think that we are mad or we are crazy or we have uh, something yeah. with the devil with the devil <laughs> right yeah <laughs> that's, that's natural wow wow Man. that's crazy how, how old were you when you experienced that the last time the last time maybe two years ago really wow yeah it with dreams uh almost once a week I have a dream that it's related with some something that is going to occur in the time. 
have you that had going any to happen any, in a, like yes. prophetic like a prophetic dream yeah, yeah. yes maybe just uh, in a symbolic uh, way wow. that i see yeah. symbols uh, not just not the whole story but the right. symbols related yes so if you have any dreams about Empyrean falling and heavenly realms <laughs> becoming yeah. super popular. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me because it yeah. might keep the bullet out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So once a week you'll have some sort of uh some sort of prophetic dream. Maybe, yeah. Maybe yeah. not just uh not like when I was a child, but because I think when you get older, you start to lose some ability. Yeah. But yes, that happened. And I once I I told you, Jonathan, talking about that UFOs and demons are maybe the same thing. Yeah. I think you are I think you are agree. I think I am agree with you. I think so. Why is that? Because it's is not that? a popular opinion, but I do think it's a more accurate one. Yeah, I think it's more accurate too. Yes, because the um, the history have proved that when the human cannot explain something, mm -hmm. just do, just um, try to place them in an esoteric field. Mm -hmm. And I yeah. think when I saw UFOs, they have no the tools to understand using mm -hmm. science this phenomenon. Yeah. So they saw, they say it's a demon. Yeah. For example, we I, I am left-handed. Mm -hmm. So in that time when they don't understand that they didn't Oh, they would have burned you. You're a witch. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm a redhead, so right, and you're a ginger, yeah. yeah. I mean, yep. it's double trouble. Yep. Yeah. Same. So I'm I'm left-handed and I'm <laughs> Yeah. I yeah, was redheaded. You and you and Nick exactly the same. Yeah. yeah we as left-handed in that in the ancient times were um we're seen as demons too because yeah. science cannot understand that the how to how work the brain yeah mm -hmm. to, to use that and i think when i saw the ufos just said they're they're they demons these are demons yeah there's something there's something malevolent there's something bad about ufos like they don't seem Either they're neutral or they're bad, but they never really seem good. And there are even stories of people, myself included, who uh, have repulsed, at least in our dreams, who knows what's dream and what's not, um, demonic possession slash alien abduction yep. by, by praying to Christ, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you listen to uh, people's account of being abducted or dreaming of being abducted and it's always uh at night yeah they can't move yeah it's yeah. against their will sleep paralysis you know yeah i mean that is not it's not good that's not a good thing yeah yeah you know it's not like uh, being visited by people an are angel, being taken you know? whether in reality or in their dreams they're being taken against their will and it's scary yes it's, and it's it's doused in fear yeah. smothered in fear yeah even you know. even this male because there are people that said that when a people a, a person is abducted, uh, sorry i don't know the word when the ufos take 
abducted. Yes, yep. yes that word. Uh, the people uh, has a different smell. And oh, yeah, um, I, I don't know if you has listened about it. I've heard some people mention like the smell of ozone. Um, exactly. And then yeah and then other times uh i've heard a couple of accounts of people mentioning sulfur Ooh. <laughs> which is like yes. yeah it's not good so brimstone relate, yeah. relate that smell yeah. with the um with the devil yeah demonic entities with demonic, yes yes yeah. yeah yeah that's very interesting you know what's funny is my uh my buddy jason swift who's been commenting on here he's been making sure that we take our drinks whenever uh, yeah <laughs> whenever we say uh, yeah. process um so we got another one but uh he took Drink his to uh his honeymoon in costa rica and jason is uh he's a lot of fun uh he knows his movies so he was like quoting you know scenes from predator the whole time when he was on his honeymoon in costa rica <laughs> And everywhere he went, it was oh, like that's right. It was like El, El Predator, El Predator, and he'd do his little hands like the little pincers from the Predator, you know, uh, El Chupacabra, El Chupacabra, you know. <laughs> and uh, and the irony though is, after talking to you, Roxana, you yeah. know, uh, with volcano, the, he may have seen sign. like you know, he may have seen some El yeah. Predators and some El Chupacabras yeah. down there in Costa Rica because isn't it interesting? Know. I mean, they made that movie what back in the eighties, yeah. Yeah. And uh, now I'm hearing that from Roxana that mm -hmm. uh, that's a Rica common thing in yeah, yeah that it's been yeah. yeah yeah. Why do you think that is it the is it the volcanic activity that I, produces a lot of that? I've never heard that before. But the well, connection with my my engineering it's related to that studies. Yeah. Because I use the compass mm -hmm. when I when i put my compass when i'm starting to to measure the field and the needle it starts to to be crazy because really? the energy the, the energy is so high that yeah. some uh navigation tools start mm -hmm. to fail yeah interesting so yeah. there are a lot of engineers that think that they the ufos came to to extract that uh, energy. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. <sighs> Never and heard that, that connection that, before. That's that happened, really cool. Yeah. That happened a lot with the pyramids. Oh yeah. Because mm -hmm. that that the geometry of the of that thing. Yeah. Has a lot of energy in the point of the yep. pyramid. Like it all directs up to the tip of the pyramid. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, like the volcanoes with the energy. Yeah, and it makes you wonder. Like I know a lot of the pyramids, if I remember correctly, are built on ley lines. Mm. So I wonder if like if volcanoes naturally tend to fall on ley lines, and if that's a correlation, or if they're their mm. own separate thing from all of that. And and uh, you know pyramids and ziggurats, there's no difference mm -hmm. they were all places of worship they were all tombs they, yeah. they all directed any energy towards you know a higher they're being. all manifestations of the echoes of the tower of babel and nobody can like figure out like how did people thousands of years build these things yeah yeah, yeah. they didn't have yeah. the technology that we have so we think yeah you know how did they construct these it's things? something other than basic human engineering whether it's you know if, if you believe in aliens and ufos and panspermia 
and you believe the aliens did it if you believe that you know the the nephilim were on the earth before genesis then the nephilim used you know their yeah. giant offspring to do it or their technology atlantean technology i think we're all describing the same thing i do too and check this out too i mean a lot of them were the place of human sacrifice yeah which you generates not, its own energy it will and here's the thing about energy there isn't a physical substance on earth that has more energy than blood. Yeah. The yeah. life is in the scripture says the life is in the blood. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah adrenochrome. Making, adrenochrome. Especially yeah. in adrenochrome. Oh, she said it. Let's go. See? Let's go. Yeah, I told you Roxanne was cool. <laughs> yeah. You know? cool. <laughs> I, I use that. I use that to my, uh, my experiments. Yeah. From the writers that I, who I work with. I took adenochrome really. to work. <laughs> it's like, look, I'll need $700 and, uh, and three uh, vials and three vials of your blood. <laughs> uh, do you think that's funny. a real, th I mean, you think that's a real thing? You think that uh, adrenochrome, adrenochrome is being, yeah, do you think that's being thing? harvested from children? I mean, you think that's a real racket going on? Because well, I, I, I think I would not be surprised if that's a real thing. As a woman, I told you that uh, the... Um, the menstrual—I—I I don't know the word, but the most, menstrual blood yep. has yep. a lot of um, molder cells, other cells that are has a lot of information. They—they mm. they work like as a, yes, they work as a medicine to yeah. recover the cells, yeah. the damaged cells. So mm. a lot of people think that um, we have that kind of cells that are so stronger mm -hmm. to yeah. change the body um the body i don't know how to say the, the body energy and people yeah. in the ancient times just because they they hadn't the information or the science to understand that kind of uh energy or the cell mm -hmm. just said that was magical right yeah yeah it and, and it's so powerful when the when the babies are so small they have that time too yeah because came from uh, his or her mother mm -hmm. throughout the blood and they had it yeah and it's and fresh genetic material so yes. let's think back before our understanding of science they may have been using the term magic uh magic science you know whatever you want to call the difference between one's measurable one's not whatever but how did they know five thousand years ago right how do they know about that how did they know that that would produce some result yeah did someone tell what was them the, that was it the trial and error like some guy woke up in a cave one day and said hey i think if i murder <laughs> my son i'll get some extra corn this year <laughs> yeah. i mean nobody like how did that i think personally i think that was knowledge that was delivered to us forbidden knowledge forbidden knowledge that was yeah, delivered to us by fallen angels but i don't know what do you th what do you think about yeah, that? what do you think roxana well uh, sorry because I, I i didn't know my battery is low oh, no. <laughs> so i need to connect sorry sorry, sorry it's sorry. okay go ahead so i need to put this here and i think the humanity has always had that uh, information yeah. but the religions has uh occult or hidden 
that for for us because it's so powerful secrets that are too powerful to let out because it would yes. change and yes. upset the balance of power i think there's a lot of that that goes on in different ways you know esoteric knowledge is powerful you know it's the whole garden of eden thing it's it's the whole the serpent you know the serpent doesn't go to adam the serpent goes to eve and tells eve you know well did god really say that because if you eat from this apple you'll have knowledge that you shouldn't have mm -hmm. that you weren't meant yes. to have would you love I to think... go to the vatican and just tool around in the library and then oh, they're like the are you vatican. looking I, and, and they'll be like hey are you looking for something specific and i say yeah i want to see your other library <laughs> the underground <laughs> library yeah yeah i i had a uh an uncle that was starting to be a priest and he told me that their religion has a lot of books from agent and knowledge yeah and talk about uh, how to manage uh spirits really mm -hmm. oh, oh no oh, oh lost no. Her. <laughs> i think her battery died i think her battery I died i think her battery died that was the that was it was getting really good she'll be back on in a second i'm sure yeah, she'll, we'll, we'll she'll get her. send her a message yeah. but anyway this is a perfect opportunity guys listen hang on with us i'm sure she'll be back on in a second in the meantime guys i gotta tell you we have 498 subscribers yeah that is two away from a landmark 500 yeah and I would absolutely love it. Whoever our 500th subscriber will be, I will talk about anything they want to talk about. Oh, I heard the beep. We'll go after any guest they request. I heard a beep. Yep, yep, yep. I think she's uh, signing back on here. She's trying to. Trying to. But, man, yeah, subscribe. Uh, we're on yeah. YouTube. Obviously, that's where we do. That's our main thing. Uh, we're also, also on Rumble. We're also on Spotify. Uh, so you can do this podcast forum, but man, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. That would be yeah, huge. We're so close then... to 500. I'll do something crazy. Well, and <laughs> yeah, here we go. <laughs> no, no, I'm keeping my clothes on. Oh, well, can't have uh, everything, America. <laughs> and trust me, you're not missing anything. <laughs> um, yeah, we are. We are like at 498 or 499. We're mm -hmm. like right there on the cusp of 500 um you know obviously like every youtube video you watch ours is no different like share subscribe um help us get out of that out of that subterranean dungeon of yep. you know yep oh there she is okay okay we got her back we got her back let's turn the subscribe thing <laughs> off all right here she comes roxana uh, let's see here that. sorry everything <laughs> happened today you know, it's because we were talking about sorcery. And hey, it could have been. Yeah. yeah, it could have been the. It could have been some dark forces. Yeah, I think I saw your husband come to the rescue. By the way, I thought I saw him vanish around the corner, real quick. Before, oh yeah. Uh... <laughs> Maybe that was a shadow person. Maybe it was a shadow person. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Don't say anything if we've made you uncomfortable saying that. <laughs> I didn't see anything. Yeah, it's just my med. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so we were talking about uh we were talking about ufos we were talking about sort of like this weird energy esoteric she's talking knowledge. about uh, well she was talking Your, about her brother being a priest was it your brother or an uncle or an uncle my my uncle yeah so your uncle said that he had some books or he saw some some books yes in the library that were like hidden knowledge yes where um from it 
It's yeah. a, a country. They use a voodoo. No kidding. Yes, and he was so he was so shocked to see that kind of books in a church in a Catholic yeah. church. Yeah, yeah. But they had it. They have that kind of stuff of like harnessing spirits. I think is what. Yes, maybe I, I think they need to understand how every culture uh, thinks and, and move energy. Yeah. Maybe they don't use it, but they need to study that things. And yeah. when do, they do the exorcist or mm -hmm. exorcism, mm -hmm. they use different uh, knowledge of every culture. Wow. So and they, they change the name and say, and says that is Catholic. Yeah. Sorry for that. It's, yeah. it's really wow. weird. Awesome. Well, it's so good to know because no one ever talks about that stuff, you know? Um, I mean, the, the closest we had was uh, Adam, Adam Burrell, our narrator. Yep. Uh, he, um, his father is an Anglican priest over in England. Wow. And his, his father uh, was apparently tapped to be on the exorcism team. Yep. For their local, I guess, local parish or, you know, local church. And, and he had some stories that made my skin oh, crawl. Oh, man. We did a Halloween episode mm. where Adam told some stories about his dad, you know, going to some... And him going with his dad to some spooky, you know, some exorcisms and some consultations. Jeez. And, like, yeah. Yeah. There's uh, there's there's more to this world than what meets the eye. Absolutely. And Absolutely. I don't think I... it's all just in our head. I think the same, and I don't see that with. Uh, I'm not scared about to learn, because I think the world it's so open, and there are a lot of things that I would like to understand. Yeah. I hope, being a time when the science is so advanced, that mm -hmm. we can we can understand and measure and even do the time traveling. That yeah. would be that would be a dream. Yeah, where would you go, or when would you go? Yeah, good question. I would like to go, maybe to the beginning of everything. Yeah. yeah. I need to know how how was how was that beginning of of everything? Yes. I'm yeah. sure it's nothing like anything we've imagined, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't in a in a you know. A in a tree dish yeah like just sludge <laughs> and we're just sort of blob oh, crawling out of the to that moment of that genesis primordial one goo one, you know? no yeah i want to go to genesis yeah. one one yeah i want to see the explosion of stars you know that's the that's the funny thing is like you know what scientists call the big bang those of us in religion you know christians yeah. just call god spoke you know and there's yeah. probably no real difference between the two yeah you know, I mean, yeah. what, what are we really talking about? Yeah, when we talk about that. Yeah. That was what I wanted to see if yeah. there was an explosion, if yeah. we were in, uh, in, uh, put in the in this planet or what? Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 My son, who's 12 years old, asked him and he's smarter than me. Uh, he <laughs> asked he asked yeah. some really good questions. He's he uh, he said, uh, Dad, I was, uh, you know, doing a i can't remember what it was some outing and they were talking about science and they were talking about astronomy in space and he said he's like the nearest star is like 
four million light years away. It, it took four million years for the light to get here. Doesn't that mean that the world is the universe is at least four million years old? You know, because the star had to be there to shoot off the light before it could get here. It right. took four million years. It's a great question. And I said, "Well, you believe what the Bible says, right?" And he said, "Yeah." And I said, "What was the first thing God created?" Yeah, God spoke, and then there was light. He didn't create. It didn't say he created the stars. Yeah, he created yeah. the light, and then he created the stars. Yeah. Created the light, separated the light and the darkness. Then he yeah. created the sun, the moon, the stars. He created the light. Well, so the, the light before the star was already here. Yeah. He's like, oh, <laughs> boom, wow. in my, in my face. Just yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was an interesting conversation, but I often wonder that too. Well, the the word, the words are vibration. Right. And the light is vibration. Yeah. Everything is so, sound. Yeah. So maybe everything started with that vibration yep. yeah the vibration of the sound of god's voice yeah the original and you know what always tripped me out was sort of it's sort of that thing of like you know how do you experience you know outside the universe you know if because there's that theory that the universe is expanding you know there's the big bang you know there's the you know what what was there before like god was there before but how do you experience that like yeah, are you in like a question. spaceship floating on the interdimensional rim outside of <laughs> the dimension that is going to be the expanding balloon of the you know it's know. such a heady I, you know what's funny is uh um someday we'll know yeah future Some, someday we will know did you guys ever watch the old cartoon futurama yeah yeah. Yes. Did you ever watch that? Yeah. So there's yes. that one episode where they go to like the end of the universe and it's and they go there and it's like it's almost like a bunch of bubbles touching, you know, like in a bubble bath or something. And there's just like another version of them looking at them, <laughs> you know, and it's just slightly off. You know, it's like fringe. It's like things are just a little different, yeah. you know. But yeah, yeah, like you get into those like weird, heady concepts and, you know, before you know. I, it, I, I will need to. to study more english because oh, yeah. that that topic know, is so heavy you've been doing great by the way yeah this has been Thank a great you. conversation yeah i know roxana you're always you're always down on your english but like trust me you're fine yeah because your your english is so high level His jonathan is. jonathan book was so high level and i was oh my god i don't know if i take or right. not this this um too much work this project yeah yeah mm -hmm. I need to work a lot, and about um, and about that kind of uh, topics, I'm very passionate about to study science. That was the reason I started to do my engineering, because I I wanted to understand everything that I I see mm -hmm. using mathematics, and yeah. I I read a lot of book of quantum physics. Oh really. Yes, to see the movement on the particles and even the planets with the fields, when our energy fields. Yeah, I, I know I'm crazy, but I, I really love that topic. <laughs> you are crazy, Roxana. That's why we like you. Uh, <laughs> no, there was a there was a cool book. I'll have to I'll have to find it. I bought a copy. Uh, it's really hard to find. Where uh, I met the guy. He who wrote it he owns a, a restaurant in uh, not too far from here um his name's michael something i can't remember but he wrote a book super smart guy 
uh, where he, in his own words, he proved the existence of God using quantum physics and quantum mechanics. Man, Way sounds like above. an easy bedtime read. <laughs> yeah, quick read. Yeah, you know, super easy. <laughs> but uh, I'll have to see if I can find that book for you, Roxanne. I'll take yes. a picture of it and send it to you. See if you can track a copy down. It's one of those books that's really cool. hard to get a copy of. You had mentioned before we go. Uh, you had mentioned something about uh, you had like some sorcerers in your family. Oh yeah, talk about that if you don't mind. Is there any way we could talk about that real quick before you go? Yeah, but maybe we are. I, I include myself. Uh-huh. We are sorcerers that doesn't do anything with the intention, just happen. Right. You just have the it, you just have the awareness, the ability. Yes. Right. Yes. I would like to learn to study more to move that kind of energy, <laughs> but I know it's really dangerous. It is dangerous. It is. Listen, yeah. you know, King Solomon, David's son from the Bible, the one thing he asked God for was wisdom, and God gave him wisdom. And then his downfall was his involvement with esoteric cults. He blew it at the and, end of his life. Yeah, and other religions. And you know, you probably know, you know, the Ring of Solomon, where he could. Harness demons. The key of Solomon. Know, or the key of yep, Solomon. Yep, yeah. the key of Solomon. Yep. You can harness demons. And it's so tempting. Like, it's so tempting to want to explore that stuff and find out, you know, the secrets of the universe and all this esoteric knowledge and, you know, find out what really happens behind the scenes and how to harness all that stuff that you have. But then at the same time, you're like, mm, am I dancing with the devil if I do that? Yeah. I, like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do it, but just pray first. <laughs> right. Just pray first. Just pray yeah. first. I, I have a lot of respect in that uh, in that topic. Yeah, I, I'm not trained to to manage that, so I prefer to be careful. I appreciate so much that you understand and know that it's That's real. Yeah. yeah, that you know that it's real and there's a danger there potentially. Yeah, and a lot of people just want to ignore the supernatural. They don't yeah. want to believe that it's a or real thing. Or they want to play yeah. with it blithely. They just want to toy with it like it's a toy in a sandbox. Or they're scared of it. Yeah. And so they belittle people who believe in it. Oh, right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And um, I mean, the world is too crazy to. Yeah. It can't be explained. A lot of things can't be explained. Yeah, we've any all other way. seen some crazy things. Yeah. Yeah, know? we have experienced yeah. crazy things. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, you know, that really kind of. I get the desire to harness that, Roxana, because and maybe you already do and i think these three paintings are kind of examples of that like i think the lord has kind of actually blessed you in a way to give you that kind of intuitive nature and that ability to get inside of your clients heads before they realize what you're doing that's a good gift i mean so many of the little details in these paintings were your ideas that i either never thought of or i thought of them like in between meetings and then when the next meeting would come up before i could even mention it you were like hey i'm gonna put a thunderbolt on all shield or like i'm gonna do a dutch angle on this painting or you know i'm going to i'm going to like make satan more androgynous and it's like you read my mind like, <laughs> you did this before i even had a chance to tell you so whatever you're doing it's working because it's yeah. thank really- you and, uh, it's weird because some clients came and say you 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 get what i want what i had in my mind yeah. how do you do yeah. and, and i don't know because it's so uh, i'm used to 
feel that and yeah. i don't know if is normal or not <laughs> that's when the people came and told me that things i i i start to think maybe i have something weird <laughs> i think you got something cool going on whatever it is i For sure. don't think it's normal and it shows up in the and it art. shouldn't be no i mean that's the beauty of being uh you know such a talented and skilled artist you know is that like absolutely thank you, you so much thank you so on. much Oh, I, I love you guys. I, I it's the first interview that I can talk about uh quantum physics and the oh, life. Good. Uh, I love it. Good. good. And awesome. that's the whole point. We want you to feel comfortable to talk about these things. Yeah. And, uh, and then, yeah. you know, when we were, uh, you know, getting together at the beginning of this, before we went live, we were saying, is there anything you don't want to talk about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we want to, you know, we want to be respectful <laughs> of that. But that's the whole point, man. Yeah. We like to talk about things that people care about. Yeah. Um, and are comfortable talking. I'm glad that you feel comfortable talking about these things. So thank yeah. you. Thank you so thank much. You thank, you, thank you so much for, for this moment. It's been great. Uh, I've enjoyed been every awesome. minute. It's been great. Cannot, we'll have to have you Almost back. two hours. Yeah. I know. We had originally really? scheduled. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Almost two hours. Yeah. 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 yeah, I know. Yeah. We had originally scheduled for one hour. And yeah, here we are at the two hours. This is typical of the Gosling. We always so have so is... much fun talking with, uh, you know, the people who agree people. to let us talk to them. Yeah. You know, yeah. and uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm glad that, that you've enjoyed it as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm so happy. Fun. Thank you so much. And I hope. I could see you again. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, again. Absolutely. Thank I tell you. you what, maybe when uh, maybe when we get the map done, uh, we can have you back and That's maybe you could reveal the map maybe on your end before you send it up here. And talk to us about know, we'll the dimensions. Oh, yeah. And then we get the secret yes. of the dimensions. Yeah. Yes. yes. That, that would be an, a perfect occasion to talk about uh, the dimensions. Yes, so the, the be secrets cool. behind the dimensions. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I love it. Roxana, where can people find you? Well, I am in almost all the social networks. <laughs> my mm -hmm. Facebook, Roxana Bio Arts. Mm -hmm. In my um, Facebook and in YouTube. In my Instagram and with the same. You can see in the screen. Mm -hmm. And even in TikTok, you can see really? my art. Oh, okay. I have cool. a, um, a website, www.roxanaviaarts.com. You can see and send me your words. <laughs> yes. Hire her, reach out to her. You yes. seem to stay pretty busy. So, um, you know, if you're interested in using Roxana, which you absolutely should be for all of your artistic needs, thank you so uh, much reach out to her on uh either through her website or instagram or uh fa actually facebook is probably i imagine facebook is probably a faster way to get in touch with you than instagram is that true yes. or I, yeah. yes my my uh, artistic uh profile because i have my personal and i get a lot of messages uh yeah <laughs> I, don't, I don't like them yeah they, they like to joke with me yeah a lot of teasing a lot of marriage proposals sorry fellas she's already married <laughs> hate to break everybody's heart you know i, I got over it you will too um, <laughs> um no she, uh, everybody should reach out to roxana she yeah. is fantastic she does uh black and white charcoal sketches she does high color uh, high resolution color sketches like we have our camera froze so our camera yeah let me let me switch over real cam. quick hold on we're uh, still here yeah. Oh, we've got to switch cameras. My battery died. And 
Hold on. While you were, yeah. 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 I, I, I was going to dance. <laughs> yeah. Distract. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So you offer a wide variety of services, uh, whether it's black and white, color, miniatures, just all sorts of stuff, uh, worth every penny. I will never tell anybody how much you charged me, but it was not enough. You definitely are yep. worth every penny of what you charge. Thank you so and, much. Thank uh, you so and much. You're a pleasure to work with. Uh, it's been an awesome process, and this has been a ton of fun. So, whenever we're done with that map, let's have you back. Yeah, let's do it yeah. again. Yeah, it would be a pleasure. Awesome, <laughs> awesome, Roxana. Awesome. Thank you. You are the best, Roxana Bio Arts. Everyone. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for watching this. Reach out to her. She is amazing. Thank you. We'll You're talk awesome. to you later. Bye. See you, Rocks. Bye-bye. <laughs> Man, she is awesome. Is she great? Yeah, she's awesome. I'm telling you, dude. Yeah, she's cool. Uh, Lord works in mysterious ways. I totally mm -hmm. just like sent her a message on Facebook. I was like, hey, I got these books. Would you like to, would you like to, you know, maybe do some paintings for them? And, That's crazy. And against probably somebody's better judgment, she said yes. And here we are with these. <laughs> three amazing paintings that like you know her husband was probably like you don't want to talk to those guys do you, you losers you know and now <laughs> hopefully he's like eh, yeah they're okay yeah they're all right yeah yeah <laughs> no she's uh she's insanely talented yeah. i mean there are some details in here that we didn't even get to like you know the fallen angels on the left and the faithful angels on the right and the armor that she used dude the armor on this guy here is I fantastic helmet these yeah. guys look like orcs yeah they there's do. there's a lot of goblins and orcs style you got to look really close there's a lot of detail and there's a reason for that and i read her parts of that chapter yeah from empyrean falling yeah. and they all like they they all are like self-mutilating yeah all Ooh, of Mazarel's yeah. angels they all self-mutilate and they all like carve themselves up. And they have bits of rotting flesh from their prisoners, their mm. faithful prisoners, and bones like stitched into their skin. Ew. And, like tattoos and blood and ash pasted on them. You know, so, yeah, it's just like the most horrid thing, the most, you know, ghoulish thing I could think of. Yeah. You know, and then you were talking about this over here. Like originally, oh, yeah, Mike was standing on a mound of corpses. Yeah. And when you said that, you know what went through my mind? What's that? Mount Worman. Mount Worman. <laughs> Because they're a bunch of fallen angels. They're all dead. Yeah. Yeah. Mount Worman. Yeah, fair enough. I was like, I wanted to say it, but it would have distracted from the interview. Yeah, it would. But there's one in there. You know what's funny. funny? I've looked at this painting a dozen times. Yeah. And never saw the, the dead. The dead guy. The dead guy. The dead angel in there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's representative of that as a whole. Dang, it's awesome. I know. And she's, um, you know, the way we did it again was we had you know an initial phone call and then uh and then she, we had a or an initial zoom call she does everything via zoom um and usually every conversation would last about an hour and then uh she would come back you know when we would have a second zoom call she would have the sketches based off of the details and what i wanted and honestly sometimes i didn't really know what i wanted. like with michael yeah let me grab this one the hardest part about the painting with michael honestly was the background so like if you look in the background glare gets out of the way if you look in the background there is the holy city of zion over one shoulder and then there's basically like just a burning conflagration on the other yeah and we i really struggled to figure out like 
what do I do for the background for Michael? Because his office, he's very Spartan in nature. Mm -hmm. So like his office isn't fancy. You know, the Citadel is basically just a castle. Like, but then I had sent her all of my sketch art, all of my concept art sketches from uh, that are infused in Triptychodex book four yeah. in the Heavenly Realm series. And I sent her all of that stuff so that she could kind of get a feel for it with annotations of like, hey, here's here's a picture of Zion, the Holy City. You know, here's a picture of, yeah. you know, whatever. Here's a picture of the North Gate. Here's yeah. this, this and this. And uh, it was her idea to put the Holy City over one shoulder. That's a great idea. And, and, and fire on the other. So it metaphorically encapsulates Michael's And two little details purpose. that I really love about this. You look at Michael. Yeah, there's obviously wind blowing. See the direction his hair is pointing, but it's also mm -hmm. the same direction that's blowing the flames. They're yeah. kind of all moving the same direction. And the other cool thing about this painting is that the moon in the background is a oh, hold on a second here. There we go. I lost my headphones. Okay, the moon in the background is a wa uh, waxing crescent moon. Okay, and a waxing crescent moon is a moon that is about to get fuller. Yeah, it's just in the crescent phase. Yeah, and the light is coming from the right side of the painting meaning it's coming from zion the light that which oh, is illuminating yeah. the heavens uh -huh. comes from zion yeah the holy symmetry and the darkness on. is coming from the other yeah. side yeah i thought that was a being blown away by the wind and i know for certain now after talking to rex roxana that was intentional intentional yeah That's, that was intentional i'm telling you the details and the insight that she has into your work as an artist i have i truly have not experienced anything that profoundly effective since adam mm -hmm. since adam burl did the audio i mean i mean just looking at the moon like a waxing crescent moon doesn't curve around that much of the orb mm -hmm. but if you you know you look at the bottom of the moon like the entire bottom part of the moon and even up to the dark side is being illuminated because the city's directly underneath it yeah the holy city i mean that is yeah. an amazing detail that's it, really cool. It perfectly, and the sword's pointing right at it too. I just uh -huh. I, there's something there that I'm not getting, but I I can see that she's doing something there. There is a holistic orchestra yep. going on. Yep. In I think every one of her paintings that, you know, honestly, like if I could ever if I could ever get her and her husband up here for like a book signing, oh, that'd be know, awesome. And have her here with the paintings to explain to the audience, you know, and to explain to people like just what a cool experience that would be. And me being such a Star I think Wars. Get Adam over here to like read a chapter. I want to go over and see Adam. Oh, I know. And the other thing too about you know, and this is just me being a Star Wars dork. I'm not a Star Wars nerd. I'm not that as knowledgeable as a lot of people are, but I am a Star Wars dork. And that sword is like the dark saber. The oh, way yeah. it glows, only it's like the lightsaber. It's like yeah. a light dark saber. Like dark saber. A light yeah. dark saber. Uh -huh. I mean, the way she did it, it's really awesome. Yeah, and it's very cool. And I love this guy too, Mazarel. Oh yeah. You know, we labored a long time on how exactly to do Mazarel's face because it's not very consistent in my concept art. Um we had to pick one. So we picked something that was very dragon like. Yeah. Well he's a loom he's manifesting from darkness. Right yeah. There. And originally he was supposed to because he has uh goat legs, you know, you were originally supposed to see his legs, but Roxana is very smart in that she understands when it's, uh, as dad would say, too many notes, you know, mm, yeah, good like the holistic image of the art is more important than getting every detail in there 
and so you know we had the fire because this is taking place at a siege you have uh the light in the back which is really just metaphorical more than anything and then you have the the constellations and the stars around Alrek and Mazarel. and at a certain point yeah like having his having his legs in there it'd be okay but it's a little too just too detailed you know yeah. you don't need that you don't need it and interestingly you don't, you don't, don't see it. many of the fallen's legs at all where you do see uh all yeah uh you do see uh, over here you see lucifer's obviously and yeah. michael's but over here it's a little more nebulous mm -hmm. really the, the you know the detail is in what makes them distinct as fallen yeah you know the face this guy looks like a satan possessed of tauntaun <laughs> With that horn, you know, because yeah. the it's first kind time, of Tauntaun dude, the first time yeah. I saw a Tauntaun with that horn, you thought it was. I, like a I thought it was something bad. Yeah, yeah, because that's yeah. that's a very terrifying. Uh, mm -hmm. That's uh, a look. ram's horn. Yeah, image, it's you know? crazy. Um, yeah, Mazarel. Mazarel is my own creation. That's uh, that's a character much like that's a character that, that I got to sort of embody thing creatively that I wanted to into that character, and she represented it really well. On the page we talked about um you know i sent her descriptions of his scimitar that he wields of his armor we which i never really described but we found some really cool examples of armor she found some cool examples of armor well talk about his his feet it looked like flaming feet he's almost like it's almost oh all right. yeah yeah a little bit that's um you know that is not this is again a great moment of of you know roxana's ability to intuit the writing i read her this part where Alrek um does this big awesome thing and then he flies off to fight mazarel and they duel and there's, these aren't wings though no they're not and the white light behind him is sort of meant to be an ethereal kind of version of wings to contrast the very bestial membranous bat -like it's almost like he's materializing out of light yes where he's materializing out of darkness out of darkness and that's really dark cool fire and dark energy and the the flames on his feet are not there's nothing in the book that describes that but that encapsulates an echo of the moment that preceded this moment in that chapter so it's it's there in in spirit yeah. you know even though it's not there in the, in the yeah. letter that's cool and uh another thing i like about this one yeah other than you can see i mean even on my crappy peanut butter cam <laughs> peanut butter camera you can see party. like just peanut how beautiful this party. is it's, it's, All right, you know how how uh lucifer is just up there and the whole i mean really that's like that's what draws the eye the way she did the light yeah but you know what's cool about this painting is that she used like i don't know if it, uh, what kind of paints she was using she's like this fire that's coming down from heaven that he's shooting down at Michael, this lit sulfur, whatever it is. Yeah. She used like a metallic gold. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's just, it, it's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's striking. Anyway, the detail, you know, the detail that she chooses and chooses not to use, you know, is it's always everything that Roxana did was very purposeful in nature. It really, there was nothing haphazard. 
there was nothing frivolous and i gave her carte blanche more yeah. or less you know i told her after we were done like roxana honestly you know i trust you so much you probably could have painted like four i mean i'm glad you didn't but you probably could have painted like four squares in a triangle and i would have been happy like, <laughs> you know, it didn't yeah. you know it's just roxana's skill is of such a level that like you have to trust your artist yeah when you hire somebody to do something you have to trust them to be able to do it you know and probably about the hardest job for uh, a freelance novelist is uh, finding an editor you know but i'd say like maybe the second hardest is like a cover designer or a painter to do artwork because once it's done it's done yeah you know i mean i can always get adam if i really got like a thorn in my paw about something which i never have but like if i really wanted to so good right i could probably have adam go back and re-record something you know like it's more it's more um impermanent but like this like dude i was sweating bullets for two weeks thinking like oh if hobby lobby like drops something on those paintings oh man right i was sweating bullets before today mm. thinking like if something happens to these paintings there's no replacing them yeah like these are the original prints that she these are not prints these are the original ones yeah. that she did and yeah. then she mailed them to me from mexico city when they were done yeah so yeah they are fantastic yeah and hobby lobby You're did a hang killer these, job right? oh yeah yeah man kidding me yeah yeah absolutely very cool yeah very cool. so dude that was a great interview yeah, i'm glad i got to fun. meet her yeah yeah we we still got a few people watching so kudos to you we even got to talk about some crazy stuff yeah we got to talk about some cool stuff see that's the fun thing about the goslings that's why honestly if you're ever listening to this and you might want to be on the live stream as a guest like send us an email yeah. um what is it uh the goslings i don't know why i don't have it on here it's, it's the goslings the goslings group group no at, spaces at gmail at gmail yeah the, the goslings, goslings group. group at gmail yeah. yeah send us a send us an email if you're ever watching this and you want to be a guest um because one of the things that we try to angle for with our guests is to ask them questions and talk about topics that they don't normally talk about like roxana she has her own youtube channel she's been uh, she's been interviewed a couple times before by other people and you know it's usually about a ahsoka tano painting mm -hmm. and it's usually about like maybe a brief backstory or whatever yeah here's your benchmark the things that you know that nobody wants to talk about at thanksgiving <laughs> but you are right. dying to talk about tell it. somebody about you that's tell what us. we're here for because aliens are just demons absolutely absolutely yes. <laughs> yeah so yeah, those are the things and you know I, I mean we're we're on twitter uh as the goslings so if you're ever on twitter which we don't use very much but we do check it um you know the goslings group at gmail is probably the easiest way to get a hold of us nick and i are both on instagram mm -hmm. um nick nick go. goss writes uh and i'm heavenly realms novels yep uh, and then we're on Facebook as well. So, you know, there are multiple avenues to get a hold of us. All rumble. Of which, yeah, Rumble. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, we really pride ourselves on asking people questions that no one else has really asked and making it worth their time and making it fun for them. Yeah. You know? and, and every guest we've had has been awesome. Yeah. I mean, whether it's John Anderson, Richard Polt, um, oh, man, Richard Polt John cool. Bernardo, John Bernardo's hilarious, Gary Wayne, uh, Gilbert, uh, Stephen Pressfield, dude, Stephen the Pressfield, Stephen the Pressfield, that guy's awesome. More than once, I mean, we're, 
we're buddies with Steve. We're doing that again in July, right? In yeah. July? In Steve July. Steve dude. We're having Steve back. He's got a new book. I'm not going to say awesome. anything else. Yeah, but we're uh, pretty excited. So, and then Roxana. You know, Roxana's a yeah. great guest because she... Yep. Derek you know, Gilbert. Yeah. Derek. The Derek Gilbert. Yeah. From Skywatch. Yeah. Yeah. The guy's awesome. Old, old Bunker Gilbert. Man. You know? Yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, you know, we've, we've always had a lot of fun. We have, it's, it's always been successful as far as the interviews go. And that's one of the things we really care about. You know, we have some other guests that we're kind of in talks with getting. Um, so I don't want to, I don't want to ruin it or spoil the surprise. Pete from creepy little book joined us a couple, uh, about a month ago. That was one of the most fun live streams we've ever done. That was so cool because Pete brings his audience and, and Pete is so much fun and he's such an awesome guest and his audience is so much fun yeah like you know i'm i'm in there on the chat i am too on his chat like uh you know uh i mean every every night uh but especially over the past couple weeks yeah he has like around eight uh, eight central and uh i'll get the notification i'm like kids aren't ready for bed they're upstairs playing i got some time time. yeah you know dishes are done we're just relaxing i'm like i'm gonna log on and chat with everybody man they're awesome i love they're so much fun it's such a it's that group the creepy little book uh um, great clan youtube man. channels fan base is yeah it is it's a good clan it's yeah. a it's a, i don't there's nobody like lashing out at each other no, everyone's, everyone's like they're all part it's of all the same goodwill yeah absolutely you know it's all good spirits everybody gets along you know there have been a couple times where like a couple of trolls have rolled through but eventually they get bored and move on yeah and um everybody has a good time yeah it's cool it's a it's a great little community creepy little book awesome channel i didn't know by the way that roxana had her own youtube channel i i didn't either like i have watched her interviews on other people's platforms doing research for this um but yeah roxana bio arts uh, i gotta check it out so i'm gonna put it up one more time before we go here yeah yeah let's see here we go roxana bo underscore arts that's on instagram right because yeah. that's kind of my main platform so that's yeah. what i was referencing mm-hmm. uh, but definitely check her out dude she did this i showed you during the live stream but she did a drawing of jack sparrow oh it's so good that was so good yeah so good yeah uh yeah well i'm glad she's getting a lot of work and glad she has a lot of u.s clients yeah and i uh, can't wait to get her back after she gets that map done yeah oh dude yeah very cool telling you yeah uh, and then you can go to her website uh let's say roxana boarts.com um check her out user she's great yep. uh, you will be blown away and you, she will make you bring your a game and she's left-handed so you know she's the real deal <laughs> right i'm yeah. left-handed yeah but i'm not and the you real better be careful like she, or she might put a curse on you who knows yeah be careful <laughs> she'll send a ufo at you <laughs> no just kidding i'm, t- I'm totally joking <laughs> she'll be mad at me i'm sorry roxana please don't hurt me <laughs> please don't hurt me <laughs> no this has been awesome we're so glad uh anybody who you know we got a few people who's still watching thank you yeah you guys are awesome thanks for um, hanging out with us yeah we're on really instagram twitter facebook all that stuff and then rumble and spotify the goslings with two s's and uh we also have some awesome shirts on teespring oh um, yeah that uh you can kind of see the one yeah. right here yeah yeah and, uh, uh, let me put this up here interviews that strike down the darkness which is great but yeah. i think i love the alien shirts aliens are just demons you can shoot look at that happy little demon shoot that happy little demon. shoot it shoot that happy little demon I alien one. i, I ordered right one from a blue one. Oh yeah yeah oh it's yeah. great yeah that's pretty awesome yeah and i got the gray one you gave me too. oh yeah cool yeah. 
Um, yeah, go to the Teespring uh, page, d-goslings.creator-spring.com. Um, uh, it's right there in the little thing. And uh, check out our t-shirt collection. I don't think we've sold a single t-shirt, but we have a lot of really cool designs. So it's, it's hopefully only a matter of time. Because uh, Nick and I, we've spent probably a couple Sundays just sitting down working on those. And uh, it's always a great time. We should but, do a um, thing where, like, if someone does buy a t-shirt. Yeah. And they take a picture of themselves, take a selfie of them wearing it. Yeah. And tag us mm -hmm. on Instagram. Yeah. I'll send them another t-shirt of their choice on me. Oh, yeah. That'd be really cool. Yeah. That'd I'll send fun. you a book. Yeah. There you go. Send them a book. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. So, anyway. We should yeah. do that. That's a good idea. Officially, unofficially, whatever. Yeah. If I see something like that, I'm like, dude. I'm going to send you a t-shirt. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. I like it. All I right. Really cool. Appreciate it. Well, thank you everyone. Yep. We appreciate it. Yes. We're going to get out of here before we uh, just languish further. So, <laughs> you know, I was thinking of making uh, doing a fire out back tonight. Yeah. It's got a good fire idea. Bit going. Yeah. got a ton of cardboard to burn sure. and fresh firewood. Yeah. Let's do it. Cool. Let's get to that fire. All right. All right, everyone. Enjoy it. I'm Jonathan. I'm Nick. And we are the Goslings. And we will catch you next time. Next time. Not sure when that is, but it won't be long. Yeah, won't be long. Yeah. All right. See everyone. Cheers, guys. Well, that's it for this episode, guys. We would love it if you tell your friends about the show. Maybe leave us a good review. And also consider becoming an honorary Gosling. An official exclusive membership to the Gosling gets you exclusive access to interviews and conversations that we can't have on YouTube. Plus, you'll get free digital downloads of some of our books and excerpts and writing. Uh, also, and check this out, you get to participate in a live monthly Discord chat with us. Uh, we do this once a month now. Um, all this plus more if you join our community on Patreon for just $5 a month. I mean, that's nothing. $5 a month, it's a cup of coffee. So go to patreon.com forward slash the goslings and sign up today. Thanks for listening. Now go forth and strike down the darkness.